The views expressed in this podcast are not representative of T13 Media. This podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only and should not be used in lieu of professional advice or guidance. In this week's episode, I will talk to you about the idea of closed mouths do not get fed, right? And then at the end of this podcast, I will answer three questions that have been asked to me recently that I really felt called to answer for some of you. And maybe they'll be able to help you navigate in your own life. So I hope you have your fork and your knife ready, or your knife and your fork ready, because lunch is served. Hey guys, welcome back to another Lunch Lady Mantra podcast. Again, thank you so much for tuning in on this weekly basis. I appreciate all of you, all the love and the support that I have gotten this far. I would not be here without you, so let me give respect where, you know, respect is due. So this week, like I said, we're going to talk about two things. First, I want to talk about the idea of not being too scared to ask for help when help is needed. And then I have some questions that have been given to me from audience members. Again, you guys are more than welcome to engage with me via my Instagram at thecurry. And that's where you are able to message me and ask me some questions that I'll use for my podcast. You can also support me on Patreon. I will give you all the information for all of this at the end of this podcast. And that way you guys can engage with my podcast a little bit more. And if you have maybe a question or you're struggling with something, I can try to, you know, answer it or give you the best advice that I know how. So again, what I want to talk about is kind of the idea of not being too scared to ask for help. So recently, I had a conversation with my mom about the this idea. Now, like I've mentioned prior, I work in AmeriCorps and I make a very small amount of money. And it's supposed to it's supposed to imitate poverty, essentially. And I know that may sound bad, but the whole point of AmeriCorps is you take a vow of poverty in order to understand the trials and tribulations that other individuals who are low income and at risk populations are going through and how they navigate their own life. That way, when you are working with these populations of people, you can really understand at least a little bit of what they're going through and how they choose to navigate their own lives. And that way, when you're actually helping them, you're being genuine in the process and you're not coming from a place of above, you know, you're coming from a place of like middle ground and understanding. So a couple weeks ago, I was having a conversation with my mom and I was expressing to her that like I'm broke, right? Which most AmeriCorps members are. And then if you're not broke, it's because you're probably working two or three extra jobs outside of your AmeriCorps position, trying to supplement the extra income that you're not getting. And I was talking to my mom and I was saying, you know, I just got finished paying my bills, but I don't have any extra money to go like, you know, do things with my friends and this, that, and the fourth. Some of the opportunities that you will miss out on if you choose to do AmeriCorps, which is fine for me personally, because I did take this vow of service to impact other people's lives. And if I miss out on certain, you know, extracurricular activities or social aspects with my friends, to me, that's okay, because I know that what I'm doing is way bigger than that. And I will get to a point in my life where I'm able to, you know, 
have fun with my friends or go out and do things that are financially attached to, uh, you know, whatever that are, that are needed with finances. You know what I mean? So uh, we were talking and I was expressing to her that I'm broke and it's a little stressful sometimes, but I chose to make this decision and I chose to work this job. And there are many, many people out there who literally may have $7 in their bank account after all their bills are paid and they have kids and they have food on their table. But again, they may only have $7 in their bank account until next payday. So I really don't like to ask for financial help when I'm in the same similar position because I really want to be true to my meaning and true to my message of what I'm doing. And then she mentioned, you know, I understand, she said, I understand that you are taking this job very seriously. I understand what you're doing and the impact that you're making, but it's a blessing to be able to ask for help and have help available to you because not everyone has that. And you have to appreciate the blessings that you have. And you cannot be too scared for asks for the help that you need. And that statement when she said that just made me reflect on so many aspects in my life and so many times where I have been too scared to ask for help or to ask for the guidance that I needed to get me where I needed to be, you know. So then eventually I came to this podcast conclusion that I was going to talk to you guys and try to help us all get to a point to where we're no longer scared for asking for help. Now, it may not have to be financial help. You know, some of us may be in a good financial standing, but everybody needs help. I think I've said this before. Even Bill Gates reaches out for help sometimes. I'm sure maybe it's like emotional help, mental help, business help. You know, he may have a lawyer that he's asking for help, whatever. Everyone has someone that is their support system. And it's okay. It does not make you less of a person if you are looking in other directions for the help that you need. So I kind of wanted to go over some things with, uh, with you today. That way, maybe we can feel a little bit grounded and feel a little bit better about the next time that we may need help. And maybe we'll get rid of that fear that we have. So what can you gain? You know, what can you gain for, for, from asking for help? Or what can you gain from getting rid of that fear? Well, let me just say that I know for a fact that when I feel as though I need to ask for help or I need help with something, it makes me feel vulnerable, right? It makes me feel weak or it makes me feel like I'm not accomplishing for myself. And I'm a very independent person. I like strive on being independent. I come from a, a wonderful line of black women who have always stressed independent, who have always stressed about working hard. You know, maybe not the whole idea of like pulling yourself up from your bootstraps because I really don't like that statement. I think that not everyone gets played the same cards. You know, not everyone gets the same hand. And I know you have to play the cards the way you get dealt, but everyone has a different playing field. So that also has to bring the idea up of equity. But we do feel vulnerable in those moments. We do feel as though if we're asking for help or we're reaching out, we may feel that we failed in our process or failed in our mission. But there are so many amazing things that you can gain when you do reach out and you do ask for the help that you need. And I was reading on HuffPost. I don't know if some of you guys um, read some of their posts, but the Huffington Post, some of either HuffPost or Huffington Post, excuse me. But um, a lot of the things that they uh, write about are very relatable. So I read this article about basically what can you gain when you are actually reaching out for the help that you need. 
And one of them is you gain the ability to move forward, okay? So for instance, like I was talking to my mom, like, yo, like, I feel a little bit stressed out. I'm kind of broke, but all my bills are paid and I'm fed and I'm good, but I can't really participate in all the social activities that some of my peers are in. And let me just say also that it's hard to make friends sometimes when your friends are working jobs that allow them financial equity that you don't have access to yet. So that can play a huge role or excuse me, that can take a huge toll on you when you're trying to just keep up with the Joneses, essentially, right? You're trying to just do everything that your friends are doing, but you don't have the finances to back you. But when you ask for help, even outside of financial stability, I'm only mentioning finances because that's kind of where this idea came from for me. But when you ask for help, you have the ability to move forward. So we had that, I had that conversation with my mom. And then she mentioned like, look, it's a blessing to have people in your life who can help you financially when you ask for it. And, and I can't speak for any of you, but I know that I don't ever ask my family for anything. I am the kind of person who likes to do everything on my own as much as possible. I'm very independent. I'm very motivated, self-motivated, and I want to be able to accomplish everything that I can on my own. But then I have to remember that I did not get here by myself. I did not get to this point in my life by myself. Yes, I may be independent today, but I was not always that way. And I had to have people in my life build me to this point. And I'm sure you did too. You had to have a support system to build you to this point of independence, to build you to this point of self-sufficiency. So when you realize that you have these people in your corner and that you can reach out to them, it moves you forward from the standstill point that you are in. So I'm going to be honest, my mom sent me some money. I was able to go out with my friends. I was able to move forward from that low point that I was in that moment. And I would have never been able to move forward if me and her did not have that conversation. And I was not able to move forward. And I know that even within that conversation, I may have not directly asked for the help. But me unpacking my feelings with her were essentially a call for help, right? Me expressing to her how I felt was essentially a call for help because I know me personally, I have a hard time even just expressing my own feelings because sometimes I feel as though it's too vulnerable. It's too, I'm, I'm giving too much and then I'm asking for help. And then another thing that I read was it gives you the ability to collaborate. So now I want to take this away kind of from the financial aspect and bring this up with the idea of collaboration. Now, recently I had this amazing interview, like I've mentioned in my past couple of podcasts with the Sacramento State California Assembly Fellowship. And they gave me some contact information of current fellows who are already in the program. And they mentioned that you should probably reach out to these people and ask them for some help, ask them for guidance and ask them some questions so you can make sure that you're better well-rounded. And at first I felt nervous. I was thinking to myself, like, should I really reach out to these people and ask them for help? Should I really reach out and ask them for some guidance? Does that make me look weak? Does that make me look vulnerable? Well, I want to tell you that I reached out to these people after a couple days of these self-thoughts, you know, I finally just said, forget it. I'm going to reach out. I'm kind of not caring about how they read me. I need to do this so I can move forward from this spot. And maybe we get the opportunity to collaborate on ideas. So I reached out to some of these individuals that I had contact information for, and I asked them my questions. 
And lo and behold, some of them called me and gave me just great information. And we were collaborating on ideas and on ways that I can make my interview stronger, which is how I slayed my interview. If it wasn't for these people, I, I mean, I'm sure I would have did well, but I mean, I killed my interview. I killed it because of the collaboration that I had with these individuals through email, over the phone. And that was all because I reached out for help. Now, like I said, at first, I felt very vulnerable. I felt as though if I really asked for the help and guidance, they may look at me, you know, differently. But you have to get to a point in your life, too, where you you have to accept that everyone needs help. Everyone needs a little bit of guidance sometimes. No matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, it is totally okay to need help because that's who we are. That's how we get to where we are in spaces. We don't do anything alone. You may think that everything you're doing is alone, but there is someone who helped you get to that point. And you may not recognize it now, but later on down the line, you're going to realize that that one or two or three people definitely helped you get there. And then the last thing I learned was the, well, not the last thing I read. I'm just highlighting the third thing, uh, was the opportunity to learn. What can you gain from, you know, expressing that you need help is the opportunity to learn. Now, in college, I always wanted to attack assignments by myself. I always wanted to just kind of Google things on my own and kind of figure out how to write this paper, how to write this essay on my own. And that never worked, you know, and now that I reflect back on all the times and all the papers that I've written and all the assignments that I've done where I did not reach out for help from other peers or my professor, I, I was not completing it to my full ability and I wasn't learning the right way. And it's also an amazing thing when you get the chance to listen to other people's advice, other people's opinion. It gives you like this this intersection, this intersectionality of different lives, of different people that are walking on your similar path. And it really gives you the opportunity to grow, right? So I also want to say that when you reach out for help, it gives you courage. It shines. Like you are still independent. You are still self-sufficient, even if you need help, even if you need to get to another place and you have to ask someone how to get there. You have to ask someone, what are the directions? What are the maps? You know, I need a GPS. Like, help me get there. It does not make you weak. It does not make you vulnerable, even though you may feel vulnerable in that moment. It gives you courage. It gives you strength. And it gives you the ability to be able to understand when you are in a place that you need guidance. And it's okay, you know? Like, my mom told me again, like, you are in a space today And if you have those resources available to you to guide you, to give you the help that you need, if it's financial, if it's emotional, if it's, you know, mental, you are blessed to have that. And you need to take full advantage of that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Definitely try to do what you can on your own because it will make you stronger in the end and it will make you appreciate all the things and all the blessings that will come to you. But there is so much beauty in being able to reach out for help to receive it because if you appreciate that later down on in life, it will be just an abundance of appreciation for you, right? And I love to say this all the time, closed mouths do not get fed. I say that all the time. And sometimes it's harder to take your own words of advice. I get that. I 
have a really hard time taking my own advice, even though I'm like shoving advice and like positive lunch to you guys every week. It's hard for me to listen to these own mantras sometimes because, you know, I'm a really independent and I want to be able to like tackle things on my own and challenges I want to be able to overcome on my own. But that's just not how it is. Like I have so many beautiful people in my corner who are helping me every long, like every space of this way, every inch of the way along this journey of life that I'm on. And again, you don't walk this journey alone. You may feel that you're alone. It may physically feel like you're alone, but there is someone there who will help guide you. If anything, your local lunch lady is here to help you, okay? I am here to help give you advice when you need it. Reach out to me. I'm always open ears, willing to give you some help. And again, it does not make you vulnerable. It does not make you weak. And in my eyes, when people reach out to me for help, I feel so much I feel, I feel, first off, I feel great. I feel blessed that someone is feeling good enough to reach out to me for the help that they may need. And it also makes me think of you highly because then that means you've been able to look past your own ideas of self and reach out for the help that you need. So moral of that story, more of my little rant there is never be too scared for ask, to ask for the help that you may need. It will be able to give you the ability to move forward in life, You'll be able to collaborate if need be. And it's always, 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 always an opportunity to learn. Learn from someone else. Learn from yourself. Learn from what the universe is telling you in that moment. And always remember that closed mouths don't get fed. When you need something, you better ask it, okay? When you need something, you better speak up because you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it if you don't speak up. You're not going to get it if you don't ask for it. And... We're not all mind readers. I mean, I can definitely read body language, honey. But besides that, I can't, I, I don't know what's going on in your mind. Other people don't know what's going on in your mind. And it's not fun to suffer alone. You should definitely reach out when the help is needed. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed that little first part because I just really feel that I have watched myself and some of my friends go through struggles and battles all alone when you don't have to. There are so many people out there who are willing to help you, who would love to help you. I would love to help you. So definitely just reach out when you need it and definitely don't feel bad about it. You are still a strong, independent individual and I have faith that you will accomplish everything that you want to accomplish. But I also know that you probably won't get there all on your own and that does not make you less of a person, okay? It makes you a stronger person when you realize that other people help build you up to be the best person that you can be. Okay, so that was that. And real quick, I have been getting a couple of messages from some people of mine, and there have been three questions that have str striked me the most. It's completely irrelevant from the first part of this, but I felt the need that I needed to answer these questions. So here is the Q&A section for some of you guys, and I hope this encourages some of you guys to reach out to me and, you know, ask me some questions and so on and so forth. So... The first question of this Q&A is, how do you navigate being a queer person of color in 2019? Hmm, that's a good question. How do I navigate being a queer person of color in 2019? Well, let me just say that there is so much intersectionality to my life, right? Like I am a black man, I'm a man, I'm queer. <laughs> I live in 2019. So... I think that, like, 
I have to think about all sections of myself, but how I personally navigate is I'm just true to myself. I'm just trying to be my authentic self in every day that I live. And that's not easy for everyone, but I, if you have the ability to be able to be authentic to yourself, I advise you to take the chance and do it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have worked with many youth in my life who have genuinely have not been able to express that or who have been kicked out of their homes just for expressing their queerness. Um, so this may not be for everyone. And also being a person of color who is queer. I mean, being a person of color in America is already one centerfold that may be hard for you. So then adding on to that, that layer of being a of queer person of color is even more so. It's like an onion, you know, there's layers to this. But when you're able to really analyze yourself and being able to feel confident in your own, then you're able to really navigate the way you want to. So I navigate my everyday life authentically. I'm always being honest with who I am and what I want and my goals and my aspirations in life. And I make sure that the people in my circle and the people that I invite into my life are going to be okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to pretend to be something that I'm not because that's exhausting. And it's not honest to myself. And I'm honestly too old to be trying to be fake with myself. It just And it doesn't bring me happiness and it doesn't bring me joy. And it really does not bring me success. So if anyone is listening to this and they're wondering how to be a queer person of color in 2019 or just how to be your authentic self, you need to under, understand who you are first, right? Understand if it's safe in your in your particular situation to be who you are, because that's a real big issue, is it safe to be your authentic self in 2019? Um, and if it is, you will figure out how to navigate your life once you figure out who you are, because then your navigations are going to be what you like. You're going to go where you want to go. You're going to do what you want to do based on who you are. So I hope that answered your question on how do I navigate personally. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer to this. There's no particular method that I have. I can't express to you enough that I truly live my authentic self in every day and every essence of my being. And that's just how I wake up and navigate. You know, that's how I choose to live my life. I work in a Catholic school, but I'm not hiding anything. I'm not going around expressing that I'm a queer person of color, but I'm also not suppressing my queerness. Um, when I'm in spaces, especially like heterosexual places, I, again, I'm not like just shouting to the rooftops that I'm a queer person of color, but I'm not suppressing that either. And I just let it be known that I am this queer person of color in the room by my actions, by my mannerisms, by my conversations, and take it or leave it. You know, it is what it is. But if you take it, that means you're probably a good person that I should have in my circle, so on and so forth. So the second question is, what is your dream job? Hmm. That's really interesting because I find myself like always kind of teeter-tottering between like a couple dream jobs. I would love to work in a political position where I'm advocating for like LGBTQ youth, homelessness youth, or homeless youth, excuse me, and advocating for low-income populations. But I would also love to be somewhat in the, not the entertainment industry, but maybe like, um, like a political analyzer on a news station or someone who's doing like talk show kind of deals dealing with like the social constructs and social policies of America and maybe even international policies and how we are moving forward through that. So I guess it's kind of hard to say what my dream job would be exactly like position wise, but I just know that I would love to work for local or uh, federal government and being able to 
really uphold my authentic self in my position and inspiring others like myself to get involved locally or in their state or federally and being able to make changes that will actually impact their community in positive ways. Because that's how I feel we'll be able to really change the nature of who we are and where we live and what's going on in this world that we live in. If you're able to really be authentic to yourself in a position and a platform of power. Okay. And the last question was, what advice can you give to someone who may be happy with where they are at in life? Hmm. Well, I think I've made a podcast about this before. And it's basically like, ask yourself, A, what is making you unhappy? Like, what in your life is making you unhappy? Is it your relationship? Is it, you know, where you live? Is it your job? Is it your family? Is it your friends? Like, what what is it that is making you unhappy? And I like to talk about the idea that, like, there may be a multitude of things that you might want to work on on your life. And I've said this before. It's like your body. You know, you have your hands, your feet, your head, your toes. You can't, like, fix all of that at once. Like, when you go to the doctors and you have, like, three issues, your doctor is probably going to, like, try to, uh, like, fix the main one that's causing you the most harm or the most issues. And then you go back later on and try to figure out the second one and third one and so on and so forth. So if there's, like, a plethora of things making you unhappy, target that. And make sure that you take steps every day to fix one of them. And then once that one is handled, then you move on to the next one. But you first need to understand what is making you unhappy. And then ask yourself after that, what will make you happy? What will bring you the joy and peace in your life that you really are looking for? And then once you're able to kind of write that down on paper, get an idea of that, then you can start working towards the goals to bring you there. But let me just also say that... I am a firm believer in optimism. I know some people like to be like realistic. I I am realistic sometimes, but I have come across a lot of realistic people who are just pessimistic, right? And they they're claiming that their realism is is realistic, but it's just pessimism. It, it, and it's not realistic. And I'm not telling you that you should be optimistic. I'm also not telling you how to be. I'm just giving you like my view on it. I'm very optimistic. I'd like to be positive on things. So I feel that if you take life in a more optimistic way, or you give yourself the opportunity to have options that are not only negative or realistic, you give yourself the opportunity for growing and thought processes on multiple different ways that can bring you quote off quote on your happiness. So if you're struggling with being unhappy with something in your life, you need to just ask yourself, like, what is making me unhappy? What will make me happy? And then start thinking about all these things, but don't bring them in a, not a negative light. Because, like, if you're giving out negative juju, honey, all you're going to get is that negative energy back, right? If you're just giving the universe nothing but negativity, nothing but, like, negative realism, that's all you're going to get back. So you need to give out as much positive as you can. But let me also just like segue here really quickly. And I made a, a, a lunch lady mantra on my Instagram the other day about this. Bad things have to happen to you. They do. It's, I'm sorry to tell you, bad things happen to me all the time. But in order for you to appreciate any of the good in your life, bad things have to happen. You, you wouldn't be able to appreciate or even see all the good in your life if everything was amazing. If everything that happened to you was good, you wouldn't even know what else is good, right? Because it's all good. You, you wouldn't appreciate the trials and tribulations and the work that you put in to get to where you're at today. So again, if you are unhappy in your life currently, 
it's totally okay. We all get to that point. We're all unhappy in some point of our lives. You just got to work on what it is that's making you unhappy, figure out what's going to make you happy, and then try to manifest that the best way you can, okay? So let me just recap real quick. So again, don't be too scared for ask for the help that you need, okay? It does not make you less of a person when you're asking for the help, but closed mouths do not get fed, right? No one knows if you're hungry if you're not telling nobody, okay? And if you need the help, reach out and ask for it. And I gave you answers to my questions. So let me just plug in real quick all the different social media links. That way you guys can engage with me a little bit more. So first and foremost, thank you T13 Media for supporting me. Guys, I am on my 10th episode. Woo! That's amazing. These I'm 10 episodes in, and I'm so excited to just continue doing this more and more and more and giving you guys all this good juju. Thank you, T13 Media, for supporting me this far. I appreciate all of you guys. You guys are so awesome. So please check out our website at t13media.com, and that's where you can find all the good stuff on all of us. And then you can also become a Patreon sponsor and sponsor your local lunch lady, right? You know, drop them dollars so I can make these podcasts even better. And you'll also be able to engage with me. Feel free to also message me on Instagram if you have like a dire question that wants to be answered. Sometimes I'll even just like message you back on Instagram immediately and give you the feedback that you need right then and there. Because sometimes that's just how it is. Sometimes you may just need it immediately. Um, if you're not already, follow me on Instagram. You can follow me at my Wander Jossie, W-A-N-D-E-R-G-Y-A-S-I. And then you can follow me on my business page at The Curry. That's T-H-E-E-C-U-R-R-Y. Definitely go follow me. I've tried to like, you know, come to terms with Twitter, but I'm just not a fan. I'm sorry for all you Twitter lovers out there. I just don't like it. I love Instagram. It's way user-friendly for me. I I approve of this message when it comes to Instagram. Twitter's cool. It's cute, but it's just really not my friend. So um, I'll be on Twitter every now and then, but mostly what I'm doing and using is Instagram. So that's where you can find me. That's where you can find all the updates of what I'm doing. Keep your eyes peeled on my website so you guys can see that merch dropping very soon. I know I've been saying that, but it's a process, okay? Not only is my merch dropping, but so is my team members who are also making podcasts. So we just want to make sure that when we give you this merch, when we give you these products, it's popping, all right? It's perfect. And I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys everything that you need in a good way. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. And I hope you guys really enjoyed this lunch. And definitely reach out to me. Let me know if you guys have any ideas on what you would like me to talk about. I'm loving just dropping this weekly mantra with you guys and giving you some positive rants. And yeah, so that was my lunch for this week. I hope you guys are full. And I will catch you next week. Bye.